Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm your host, Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. Um, Jordan, I have a new nickname. Uh, can you repeat it? I wasn't paying attention. It's the voice. I recognized that it was new, but I didn't. It didn't register to me what it was. It wasn't like uh, I figured that if I said some words that you hadn't heard before, you would hear them. The way that a Tyrannosaurus can see things that are moving. <laughs> oh no, my uh, my vision isn't uh, uh, my hearing is not novelty based. Really? Yeah. So you you can only hear things that you've heard before. Well, uh, my hearing is celebrity based, so I can only <laughs> hear things that celebrities say. So if my family wants to get a message to me, they have to relay it through, you know, Danny DeVito or just somebody who's available. Yeah. DeVito's, DeVito's busy. Jody Sweeten. De, DeVito's probably busy cashing checks from Get Shorty. Herman from Herman's Head. <laughs> These are all people who my hearing picks up. Um, I'm the voice. Actually, of- I can't. I mean, you know, and I know you're, you know, you're popular in some circles, but um, this feed right now, yeah, is being relayed to the UN, the United Nations. And, uh, yeah, and everything's being translated back to me by Lucy Liu. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Lucy Liu. Yeah. So that's who I'm hearing. So Lucy Liu is now, is she at the United Nations because you're a racist? Oh, no, no. She's uh, karateing all, all of them. <laughs> oh, I got you. So, yeah, I'm having to, like, fit in with her schedule. Because Hollywood she's on a racist. Secret, yeah, yeah. She's on a secret karate mission. Gotcha. Okay, great. Uh, the nickname that I said mm-hmm. is the voice of the millennial generation. Well, uh, and okay. So, what what brought on the new nickname? I'm not saying you're not the voice of the millennial generation. I'm just saying I don't think you are, and that the nickname is wrong. Okay, I. Uh, but like, I'm open to having open to having it explained to me. Uh, let's introduce our guest. Okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> so much to say. <laughs> yeah, I, he's one of the hosts of one of our sister Max Fun podcasts. He's in town visiting from Vancouver, British Columbia. That's right. He's a he's a foreigner. Mm. On our soil, uh, but a, a welcome one. I think he. I think he may leave, like like a campground. He may leave our nation better than when he arrived. <laughs> I will leave only footprints and take only pictures. Um, Dave Shumka. Hi guys. His pockets are full of litter he found along the way <laughs> on his way here. That's right, guys. I'm just trying to pitch in by doing my part. Yeah. All right. Preventing forest fires. Guys, all I want to talk about is how Lucy Liu is now most famous as Watson from Elementary. Oh, yeah. Because she's on the television show Elementary. Yeah. Which, as we all know, is better than Sherlock. <laughs> I, is that a popular show? No. Okay. It's, it's, I think it's a show for moms. Doesn't she wear famous jackets or something? I know. Here's the thing. I <laughs> Do know, you wear famous jackets? I know that, I know that Kerry Washington wears famous jackets on the show Scandal. How, what, what makes a jacket famous? It's worn by Kerry Washington on the show Scandal, and then all the ladies get together and talk about it the yeah. next day at, at the office. Sure, uh, uh, they work it in the people send field. it letters and try to try to impress it by shooting President Reagan. <laughs> You're thinking of Jodie Foster. Oh, right. Not, You're confusing not a famous jackets jacket. and Jodie Foster. Um, I know that Kerry Washington's jackets are famous. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. 
So you, you're but, saying Lucy Liu wears a lesser or differently famous jacket? I believe that her, Lucy Liu... Or is it just hand-me-downs? Just whatever Carrie Washington... Is done with? She... She gives it to the very slight of frame, yeah. Lucy Liu. I mean, you know, you have to get it. Probably get it altered a little bit first. So you think... What, do you think she takes it to a tailor because it's a tailored piece? Or do you think she takes it to a dress alteracionist? Because like, it's a lady. She, like, because she's been loyal to that person ever since she altered her dress for a quinceanera. I think she, <laughs> I think she just cinches it in the back with clothespins. That's oh, why, gotcha. I don't know if you've ever watched Elementary, you never see her from the back. That's right. right. She always walks into frame sideways and then walks out of frame sideways. It's because she doesn't want to see the clothespins that are holding together Carrie Washington's former famous jacket. When Outkast put out that song, Hey Ya, mm-hmm. that had the line, uh, all Beyonce's and Lucy Lou's. Mm-hmm. Do you think, does, does Lucy Liu think that maybe uh, she's on the same p- career trajectory as Beyonce? Well, I mean, she's she's had, I mean, let's compare number one singles. Okay. Beyonce's got what? Crazy in Love? Uh-huh. Single Ladies? Sure. Those are literally the only two Beyonce songs I can name. Oh, uh, Lucy. Girls Run This World? Mm-hmm. Lucy Liu is in uh, The Man with the Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she sang the theme song. She did, Yeah. I got look nothing at, against Lucy Look Lou. out, parentheses, here comes the Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. You know, I went to see the movie uh, Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. And, um... The first? The first one. The McGee Venture? The McGee Venture. It was a hit film, and at the time, my friend Tyler, uh, Jordan and my mutual friend Tyler, went, it had a, someone, someone was in love with him at the movie theater, Different people were just in love with him in different places. Oh, he was a, uh, a heartthrob. Yeah, and and they and so he could get into any movie for free. So he would just he would just go to the movies all the time, just completely abuse the privilege. Right? Was he Jonathan Tyler Thomas? <laughs> he was Jonathan Tyler Thomas, and uh, so we went to see that movie. That is a really weird movie. You know, this is I God. It's, it, Charlie's Angels has come up. A lot of times uh, for me in the past couple of weeks, I women our age are really nostalgic for Charlie's Angels. Well, it was a huge, huge phenomenon. Yeah, I guess. Remember it's... when you couldn't take a picture in America without three women coming into it doing the Charlie's Angels? <laughs> <laughs> like you could be trying to take a picture of your grandma and grandpa, and all of a sudden three seventeen-year-olds would be doing the Charlie's Angels pose. Yeah, sometimes they, I mean, sometimes they were just like apparitions, right? Like there would be three seventeen. Year old girls, you like know, like you would develop the photos later and you'd be like, How what? did that? What is I don't that? Remember, yeah, you would have to hold it up to the light in the dark room, yeah, and then you see and then you turn the around. phantom 17 year old, and they're right behind you. Yeah, Tom Green has kind of a weird part in that movie, yeah, it's weird. It's one of those things that I that I just know from like, oh. That's occasionally on FX when I turn by, but apparently it was a it was a touchstone movie for women around our age. Bill Murray has a couple of big <laughs> scenes in that movie that are very, very clearly do not have a script. Very like completely different tone from the rest of that the movie. That was like pre pre Bill Murray comeback. Like when he would well, just like be very, in a movie. It was very early in the Bill Murray comeback. It was like right around the time of sure. Rushmore. Like the things that I remember about that movie is you would just have this terrible, terrible movie starring Drew, who were the three? Drew Barrymore, Cammy Diaz, Lucy Liu. Diaz, that's the third one that I was looking and for. And then eventually Bernie Mac. And so there, 
they're like going around being in a horrible, fucking horrible McG movie. Just McG is a horrible, what are, horrible what are the, director. What are the other McG movies? Oh, uh, Terminator reboot. Unsuccessful uh, sure. Terminator reboot. Uh, music video for, yeah. for uh, Sublime. Or no, uh, Sugar Ray. <laughs> yeah, for Sugar Ray. I think it's more like, an, like a Backstreet Boys or an NSYNC video. Did, did McG create the OC? No. Did he not? I don't think he created he, the OC. Oh, did he create Fringe? All of this makes sense to me. He could have. I mean, I think that he could have an executive producer credit on those things, but I don't think he. I saw McGee once on the set of Fringe in Vancouver. Really? Or could you, it could have. Does been he a, wear a T-shirt that says McGee? Is that how you recognize? <laughs> no, him? he's just like a really important-looking redhead. As I remember, <laughs> as I remember the movie, mm-hmm. it's like a long stretch of weird, like fast-cutting nonsense, starring these three young women. And then just a scene with either Tom Green or Bill Murray obviously making it up for five minutes. <laughs> and then it goes back to fat, like, just, there's a, I just remember there's a scene with Tom Green. Was this before in a boat? the Tom Green re- resurgence? It was, no, it was around. <laughs> that didn't happen. That was number one. <laughs> it was like, it was a last hurrah for him. <laughs> Actually, I remember thinking that Tom Green was pretty funny in it. And it was, I would have never been a huge Tom Green fan. Or a Tom Green fan at all, frankly. I mean, I don't hate him or anything. But it's just a scene where he's just saying weird stuff in a boat. I remember that. (laughs) And I remember there's a scene where Bill Murray's saying weird stuff I want to say in a jail cell. Sure. And that's the whole movie. Like, it's weird McGee shit. Mm -hmm. And then five minutes of Bill Murray, just one shot of him just saying different Bill Murray shit. Great. You want to watch it? (laughs) (laughs) I guess what I'm saying is you want to you want to watch it. <laughs> I guess I do. I we I, I I've think, got some chocolate covered cherries. I, I've seen them both. I, I have you seen Full Throttle the the uh, oh the sequel, sequel? yeah I no that that's one... a great like that's a great like I mean that's up there with Secret of the Ooze as like great sequel bylines. Yeah yeah yeah. I think that one has Pink riding a motorcycle doing a cameo. Believe it. Uh, singing a song written by Beck. All of this makes sense. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> She only works with four-lettered <laughs> names. Yeah. Uh, uh, I did see the movie Triple X, uh-huh. State of the Union. Is that with Ice Cube? Uh, it was Ice? not Ice Cube. It was the Ice one. Cube. I think Triple X was the Vin Diesel one, and State of the Union was oh. the Ice Cube one. I saw the one with Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. He, I actually didn't he hate lived, that. He lives for this shit. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd watch that kind of movie. I was a little heavy on extreme stuff. Had a As I remember, it had several of those. You know that kind of scene... I had to watch Barbed Wire for, or Barb Wire mm-hmm. for uh, when I went on Stuff You Should Know. Stuff, uh, how did this get stuff made? Stuff You Should Know. <laughs> how did this get made? They ex- yeah, this was the episode after they explained um, ancient torture devices. Yeah. Then they explained why Pamela Anderson was ever famous. <laughs> and, um, you know, excuse me, Pamela this, Anderson Lee. You know, there's this kind of scene in an action movie where somebody goes into a club and it's like sort of industrial looking and mm-hmm. everyone's wearing black. And gyrating and oh yeah, that was that was the uh, every every movie post Blade had to have that. (laughs) Yeah, there's there was one of those uh, there was one of those in Triple X, maybe even more than one. But honestly, I didn't hate it. Did not hate Triple X. Triple X is good. Can't well. It was part of that. uh, Seems like a stretch. It was a time in our lives Mm -hmm. when for for those of us who who are millennials, yeah, millennials or above. Uh, where, uh, which is to say the voice of the millennial generation, which sort of stands slightly above the millennial generation itself. Yeah, but it was, I clump it in sort of with the, uh, I clump triple X in sort of with, 
like the Jason Statham ones, the transporter et al. Uh, the uh, what was the the Clive Owen shoot 'em up? Was it just called? Shoot it was em up? called shoot 'em up. Yep. <laughs> Jordan's a big shoot 'em up man. Um, yeah, it was a great time to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think shoot 'em up happened way after. The shoot 'em up happened. I mean, I had to like work the press junket for shoot 'em up. Oh, sure, and I had think to. The, I think you're yeah had to. Yeah, I think you're looking at a ten year difference. Here. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, like an eight year period between triple X and shoot 'em up. Okay, but yeah, I definitely think I think that your triple X's were I think all in the zone of the Blade movies, the Charlie's Angels movies. I think these all had yeah. a similar style. Yeah, a great style, and you know a who wonderful can, style. Who we can thank for that, Mick G. Thanks, Mick. <laughs> Thanks, Mick G. Mm-hmm. You're one of the most powerful redheads in Hollywood. <laughs> yes, you, Angie Everhart, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm the voice of the millennial generation. Oh, how because so? Yeah. Because you remember Charlie's Angels. Last year, because... last week on the program, I took some time out to mention Kratz Creatures, mm-hmm. um, and I knew was that the one that, with... that would electrify millennials. Was that related to Zabumafu? Are you, I'm just getting to Zabumafu. Okay. Um, and, you know, Kratz Creatures, uh, Kratz Creatures was a television program starring two Kratz, <laughs> and they, they investigated all kinds of creatures. These two excitable brothers, and, uh, it was a real touchstone for the millennial generation. Anybody who grew up in the age of the internet, you know, their, the hookup culture, apps, sure. um, you know, uh, wanting to express yourself, a combination of apathy and political involvement, um, you know, vote or die, mm-hmm. you know, boxers are briefs. Yeah. All these things are things that millennials understand sort of innately. One of them is, uh, Cratch Creatures, later Zabumafu. It was the same. It was like, uh, uh, Good Morning Miss Bliss to Say by the Bell. It was the same sort oh. of. Yeah. I think so they... which one was more popular, Cratch Creatures or Zabumafu? I think Zabumafu may have been. <laughs> is this more... a, are these cartoons? So it was Zabumafu. Can, it, can someone for explain us exactly? Can someone explain exactly what this is? <laughs> for us, by us. LL Cool J was the spokesman for oh. Zabumafu, as I remember. Uh, it was not. It was a, uh, a sometimes live action lemur and sometimes real life lemur. That oh, sorry, uh, sometimes puppet lemur. Okay, that interacted with the uh, the crats. These, these crats. Okay, I, as I understand it now, someone uh, tweeted me. Uh, now, you mentioned crats creatures one time, mm-hmm. and you have an uh, an audience of engaged millennials uh-huh. like we do. Congratulations on your engagement. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, was to, that wasn't to you. It was the uh, millennials. Yeah, you're going to get electrified via social media platforms by Contact's re-educational television. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got all kinds of emails about Kratz Creatures, about Zabumafu, um, frankly, about unrelated programs like Wishbone. Sure. You know, I heard a lot about Wishbone. Heard a lot about the Voyage of the <laughs> Mimi, Square One, all for right. older millennials. However, all of, that, all of that having been said, one of the most interesting I got was a guy who lives in the same town as the Krat Brothers, who are apparently still at it. I want to say it was Ontario, somewhere in Ontario. Oh, they're Canadian brothers. Uh, well, I don't know if they're Canadian brothers. But they live... They may just be in Canada because... Right. Because I think in Canada they just... If if 
if you've made an American television show, they'll give you a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you promise to make your own television show with a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, you get your uh, name on the Dirt Road Hall of Fame. It's the hmm. it's the Kids in the Hall policy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. That's why the Kids in the Hall uh, they all have new shows this fall. Actually, one of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Foley just had a show called Spun Out, which I believe was canceled uh, immediately. Um, and so so our congratulations go out to the Krat Brothers and to all of the engaged millennials out there who are Snapchatting. Doing their mm-hmm. thing. Um, just using different a- apps to communicate, uh, find love, find sex, um, be more fluid about their sexuality um, and their gender roles. What's Kratz Creatures? So uh, it's it's a lemur. It's, an it's a puppet lemur. No, that's you're thinking of Zabumafu. Oh, okay. Zabumafu was the uh, in-house lemur. Sort of like the Paul Schaefer. Oh, okay. So at some point, the lemur eclipsed the brothers in popularity. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Like, like Urkel. Like Urkel. Like Urkel. This is an Urkel. He Urkeled the show. Yeah. <laughs> he, f- he full-on Urkel. There's another thing millennials remember. Um, so anyway, I want to thank all of the millennials who've reached out to me mm-hmm. and made me their spokesperson. Um, and I want to let people know out there, if you are a millennial and you need me to represent you publicly in some way, whether it's naming a variety of Pokemons on my show, like mm-hmm. list, just <laughs> listing Pokemons. Well, I mean, I think, I think let's, let's, let's take that and, and, and run with it. I mean, it seems like millennials don't even like it. You know, they don't even care about jokes or conversation. They just want to hear something. We don't. Sorry, us. We just want to hear people reference something. Right. Can't believe they made that reference. Mm -hmm. Oh, Oh, man. What a reference. I remember that, or I remember remembering that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah, let's, like, definitely continue to pat us on the back for saying something you remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when is the cutoff for millennialisms? Uh, I'm going to say 1980. Born in 1980. Okay, cool. But I mean, really, it's a state of mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I'll always be a millennial, even after my even after my generation has has died. (laughs) References. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get together and remember. Well, right before the show, we were talking. We were talking about shows that we remembered that were on for five months. Sure, like Brave Star and Centurion. (laughs) This is scoring Dino Saucers. This is scoring us major points. Oh yeah. I mentioned briefly on Judge John Hodgman the other day this weird show called Brave Star. And Hodgman didn't remember because he's a little bit too old, not mm-hmm. a millennial. No. Uh, he's a Gen Xer. He's a snarky Gen Xer. He's a classic snarky yeah. Gen Xer. And, um, Flannel, Seattle. Yeah, <laughs> Don't what, get me started. It's your glitch. And I, <laughs> I, um, I was so disappointed that my father bought me a Brave Star lunchbox. Because I had never had a themed lunchbox except for this one. I had a Super Friends lunchbox. Speaking of Generation X things, sure. that I had bought it myself at a junk store for twenty cents, uh, two dimes. I remember I had to go home to get the dimes. Um, <laughs> Crims Crams was the name of the junk store. Not to be confused with Kratz Creatures. <laughs> nope, Crims Crams quality junk, not Kratz Creatures public television program. And um, so my dad finally agreed to get me one of these. You know the kind of lunch boxes with a beloved characters on them. Sure, and. Uh, one day, without consulting me, he just came home with a Brave Star lunchbox. Mm. Brave Star is spelled with two R's. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so you can copyright it. And uh, Brave Star was a space cowboy wasn't of ambiguous it, ethnicity. Wasn't Brave Star most deaf and Talib Kweli? 
Yes. <laughs> that was their they wrote they rode on this uh, robotic horse through space. Yes, exactly. And they had a Brave Star's best friend was Well, I mean, a, I think Jesse, I think you're kind of selling Brave Star short by just calling him a space cowboy. I mean, I think we all know <laughs> that he was also a choker, uh-huh. a smoker. <laughs> yep. Occasionally a midnight toker. I remember he said this great thing when he spoke about the pompatus of love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I called him Maurice. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it is amazing how, like, can a I thing... just say the thing no. when I looked at the picture of Brave Star? Yeah, yeah. Do you saw it, a lot of yourself? His in him? horse. There was two things that struck me. One was his horse friend was bipedal and had a laser foot. Hand. Yeah, that shit's why there's furries now. Yeah. Like, that is part of the reason why there's furries is like... But are, the, the other thing is, this that, show was on for four months. Oh, that's 2,000 flushes. Five <laughs> months? It was like <laughs> September through March or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it is amazing how, like, I feel like things just get... Like, it's weird finding out that the things you liked as a kid were failures. Yeah. Like, um... I th- Denver, the last dinosaur, also something that wasn't really on. Yeah, uh, your Centurions, Herman's head. Kids weren't really. Uh, Wait, Herman's variety. head was a failure. I think so, right? I, th- I bet. Jen, please look. I up bet. Herman's head. I, I'm guessing there's Herman's 20 head. episodes of Herman's head. Oh uh, no, apps? I'm guessing it was on for three or four seasons because okay. it was on Fox and you couldn't. They didn't fail. have anything else. Then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Fox had like four seasons of Get a Life. <laughs> they put on Get a Life and then they said, our television, our national television network <laughs> should order more episodes of this sitcom conceived by and starring Chris Elliott during the weirdest period of his <laughs> career. Um, I, I remember it was a big it was a big shock to me finding out that Hook is considered a failure. Oh. Speaking of things mm. are Age yeah. likes to remember and remember and okay, remember Okay, Jennifer constantly. is going to tell us how many episodes it was on. Three okay. seasons. Three seasons. That's Guys, not more than I was 20 episodes. wrong about shit. Herman's head. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong about Herman's head and you're wrong for America. <laughs> <laughs> this is, these are like the kitchen debates. Is that D- what they were called? Dave, I'm making you the new co-host of Jordan. Okay. Oh, uh, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> if you want to speak on behalf of Gen Xers, you can. Oh, sure. Am I? Well, I, I don't think I'm... No, I think you're a millennial. I'm what, what year? 1980. Yeah, December 1980. So you're right. On, you're right on the line. I'm on the cusp. So as am I. I'm a night born. I mean, I think you can. You can bring. You could probably bring the generations together. Yeah, I'm sort of like the uh, uh, Jimmy Carter of, of Generation X and the sure. millennials. Did Jimmy Carter bring anyone together? I don't think he, so. He, Just he, he signed some accords. People who hated Nixon and oh, Ford boy. and other people who hated Nixon and I, Ford. Why can't I remember any people <laughs> who brought people together? But I can certainly remember how many flushes you what can about have the Reverend four months. Je- the Reverend Jesse Jackson's famous Rainbow Coalition. The Reverend uh, Jesse Ventura's uh, famous uh, rainbow outfit. <laughs> <laughs> he was flamboyant, that guy. <laughs> this isn't even me and well, we came here to have fun and chew bubblegum. <laughs> hey, guys, I brought some more bubblegum. Oh, good. We're not all out. Oh, good. Oh, thank that God. means we don't have to have fun. Yeah, it's more kick-ass. Jordan said something very interesting about yeah. uh, uh, the reason furries exist, mm-hmm. but he, he mentioned it in reference to a robotic horse. Yeah. And are there any people who – are there furries who dress up in robot costumes that clang around a lot oh. so that when they have furry sex, it clangs around a lot? I mean, I think that's, I mean, I think 
I mean, what a confidence booster. You're fucking another furry, and you just hear the clang of steel. How <laughs> mighty must that make you feel I as a furry? The, the thing is, is once you have a con, mm-hmm. you've got to have panels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you've got once you've got to have panels. Wood paneling. <laughs> you've got to come up Words. with premises for the panels. Sure. Once you've got these premises for the panels, you've got distribution, dis- information being distributed. Mm-hmm. Instribution. Yeah. Or information distribution. And, uh, you know, and all of a sudden you're getting that kind of creativity. I, um, something I did for, uh, work recently was, uh, go around YouTube and watch, um, non-sexual fetish videos. Right. Like a, a video where there's no, you know, nothing in it that would prevent it from being on YouTube. I once was looking for a replacement pair of... (laughs) This kind of shoes called this better have something to do with this. opera pumps, mm-hmm. uh, which you wear with black tie, or men's shoes. And I searched for size whatever Ralph Lauren opera pumps, and a video came up. That Why were you searching me. YouTube? I wasn't. I just Googled it, and this video came up, and I'm and it just said the thing, and I'm like, what is this? This is like a review of size eleven and a half uh, Ralph Lauren polo opera pumps. And I clicked on it, uh, and it was called a heel slipping video. Mm-hmm. And it was a dude, like a 65 year old dude. Doing pratfalls. Uh, like sitting in like a Corvette or something, as I remember, uh, just f- sort of wearing these slip on shoes and slipping the heel on and off. <laughs> and it was a, it was a porno video, but with no. There's a guy, there's guys who like buy brand new Nikes, like some sort of, Kind of wait in line, right. limited edition Nike turtle from and Entourage. Turtles, yeah. There's a bunch of turtles out there. <laughs> the turtle edition. These are men turtle. who have their own tequila. <laughs> sure, have you own. So they buy these. They buy these new Nikes, and then they make videos of themselves peeing in them. <laughs> like they pee in their pants, and the pant the pee runs down into the Nikes, and then they stomp around oh, in the Nikes and squish the pee around in them. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. What is now? What? How does that come about? Well. Is you when you hear like a Bob Ross, like a really quiet, <laughs> yeah, voice, gosh, right? You have this tingle on your mm-hmm. neck, and you just want to piss in your Nike. <laughs> do you? Do they mic the squish? Yeah, I mean that's. Oh, it seems. Or is, I mean, it, is there a guy off camera going? Oh, a foley artist. <laughs> he hires a foley artist for his. This is a guy sh- shaking a sh- sheet of ply metal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the third thunder. <laughs> yeah. Spitting a spitting one of those bingo cages filled with lug nuts. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, is there something to like, I'm, I'm buying something expensive and then I'm just fucking ruining it. Is that, mm. is, is that tied to, is that the part that's the turn on? Or does yeah. it have something to do with the fact that they're Nikes? I don't know. Would you, are, is it There's, only Nikes? Uh, I've seen a couple of these videos and it's always Nikes. If that happened to you, would you throw these the aren't shoes British away? Knights. Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if. You throw them away immediately, or if you keep can, wearing if them, you can clean them, or if it's a breaking in process. Can you just, yeah. yeah, it's just good for breaking them in. Yeah, yeah you, sure. You, you, you put a baseball in, you wrap right, it, you wrap it in a rubber band, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, shave, rub shaving cream and pee all over. Yeah, that's so you don't get blisters. <laughs> yep. I'm uh, when you're walking around the pervert convention. <laughs> yeah, I really, I find, I'm, I, you know, I want to know if there are other types of collectible sneakers. Like exclusive sneakers that are not Nikes that are in these PP videos. Yeah, I wonder. I uh, yeah, I 
<laughs> it became apparent that it was nothing that I could use to put on television. Sure. You can't uh, do that on television. No, you can't do that on television. <laughs> if someone peed their knuckies <laughs> on television, they'd get slimed immediately <laughs> yeah. to put a stop to it. Why are you doing this? I don't know. Whoa. <laughs> I heard that. I think The squishing of the pee. I think, Jordan, that this is something that I will refer to the good people in the Max Fun subreddit because mm-hmm. this seems like the is kind this of something thing that Reddit might know about? Yeah, it seems like that this might track to be me. something that you could toss over to Reddit. When it comes to user communities, this seems like something that Lawther <laughs> might be on top of. Um, By the way, his real name is Lawyer Junior. <laughs> I think. I think it was. He corrected me on the subreddit because last week I said his name was Lawther. It's really Lawyer Junior. I think it's Lawyer Junior. I don't remember. Uh, Are you really supposed to remember everybody's goddamn name? <laughs> Wait, yeah, his, fuck re- them. his real name is Lawyer Junior? Met Curfay. Am I supposed <laughs> to remember that guy's name? All right. Uh, another fun kind of video that I like to watch uh, is. Tell me more. Uh, uh, by the way, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. But I feel like I haven't been showing enthusiasm properly. This is where the show is going. This is the voice of millennials. <laughs> a guy who spent an afternoon watching non-sexual fetish videos on YouTube? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think that well, makes they're, me... They're sexual. They're not explicit. Sorry. Yeah, I guess. There, there you go. That's that's a better way to describe them. I think uh, those those DSLR videos are your best <laughs> bet for... Uh... For, for uh, non-sexual fetish videos. <laughs> the ones where they tingle up and down your neck. Call them DSLR videos. While you're watching Bob Ross change a tire. Single lens reflex something. <laughs> um, a cool kind of fetish video is a sneezing video. Oh, yeah. It's like beautiful women sneezing. Okay. And the most popular one had had just this great label. It was called, uh, like, Donnie Sneezing with Real Allergies. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, like, dudes out there. With such fickle boners <laughs> that they only want to see a woman who has, like, legit yeah. hay fever sneezing. Yeah. yeah. Not just a cold, either. No, uh-uh. Real allergies. That yeah. was all caps. She publishes her Amazon want list or wish list, mm-hmm. and it's like bee pollen and... <laughs> <laughs> a box of cat hair. Down pillows. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh, Donnie, D-A-N-I, pretty good looking. Oh, yeah? So, yeah, a nice, a fun lady to watch sneeze. Do you think that the the people in a non non explicit fetish video are on the whole better looking or less good looking than the people in a in porn in actual in it, the in the old P and V? Good good question, Jesse. I, I'll field this one. <laughs> Dave, hang out. Uh, the sneezing ladies were very good looking, uh-huh. and also the getting hit with pie ladies were very good looking. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> now we that should, was really fun to watch. We should too. explain that was Jordan is a clown face? fetishist. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> clown activities. Yeah. So you know, getting a lot of people into a car, <laughs> sure. uh, creating a general sense of wonder, having a tiny dog. Yeah, a tiny dog with a funny hat. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the makeup and the clothes; it's the yeah. activities. That oh, I what's like. oh, this squirting oh. water out of a flower? Oh, this handkerchief just won't stop Whoa. coming out of my sleeve. Dave, <laughs> the annoyed clown. <laughs> Dave, I'm oh, blushing. Um, so yeah, these sneezing ladies all kind of, um, you know, uh, they were, I say, uh, their type was like, um, you know, if you would type in like, um, you know, 
amateur or suicide girl or something like that. They were kind of alternative-y. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, on, on the, on the whole, very attractive. Um, what can't you show on YouTube? Could you show people having sex, but just sort of like, you don't see any of the, the P and V as, uh, the voice of the millennial. You could generation. see like, you could see like thrusting. Yeah, yeah, or you could see like, just like the some guy's back. Is, you know, would you say that the standard is somewhere around NYPD blue? Yeah, exactly. You can, you can see Dennis Franz's butt. butt. <laughs> and that's yeah, that's like the black bar that's over the sex. You just you get a little screenshot of Sifowitz's butt. And By you the put way, Sifowitz's butt is a real touchstone for millennials. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they remember yeah. that. They remember uh, it all day. They're a great electro clash band. <laughs> Sifowitz's butt. Throw uh, the chick, chick, chick. You know. uh uh, speaking of YouTube standards, I think, you know, it kind of harkens back to the old days of like, you know, movies you would show at a stag party in that you can show a nudist video on YouTube. You oh, can? Right. Yeah. If it's like if it's like cultural or, you know, a documentary about nudists, there's plenty of like, you know, nudist frolics and body painting and sometimes stuff like that's that. all you need. Yeah. Uh, well, because they could in that Robin Thicke video last year, it had total boobs i think that was on another like that was like on vivo or but it something. was on youtube okay it was they took it off youtube there, there and there was and they brought it back because there's was, a naked one and a non-naked yeah, one right and the non-naked one has way more views for some reason hmm. i guess people can watch it but you really i think you can embed that on people.com <laughs> sure you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah. which is my homepage, right because <laughs> i love people <laughs> you're a people person yeah how come people has never used the slogan, I'm a people person? Because it's a magazine. Okay, so what do we got? We got pies. Mm-hmm. Pies, a thing about the pies. It wouldn't be in the first person. It would be, I, the people magazine reader, am a people person. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. Because, yeah, I mean, I think they would, if you if it looks like a word bubble that the magazine would say, people would think it was a liar. They're like, no, you're not. You're a magazine. You're a stack of paper. You're a people magazine. Not a person. Mm-hmm. You don't have a soul. You're no one-eyed, uh, one-horned, the- flying purple people eater <laughs> magazine. Uh, the pie ones were a lot of fun. I felt like I watched the most of those, like, even after I had, like, you know, watched enough of them to it, complete the assignment. It bothers me that they're probably not whole pies. They're just, like, a here's, bunch of whipped cream. Here, guys, oh! guys, here's, what's, here's the deal. Jordan, let's talk about these pies. <laughs> Part of the fetish is not only watching the woman getting hit with the pie, but watching the crust fragments slide down the face. So it can be just whipped cream, but it has to be on a pie crust. It can't just be a paper plate. It can't be a, a what-would-you-do pie. Right. Okay. I guess they could go to, yeah, you could get an $8 pie at the grocery Speaking store. Speaking of things, the, millennials we, remember, what do, would you do? You don't, I guess you don't see, what would you do, like the... Uh, the ABC show. Oh, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the Nickelodeon show where Mark Summers challenged kids to hit their parents with pies. Oh, I thought it was the um, ABC Friday Night. Oh, show. the morality oh, the show. Mor- morals with <laughs> with some dude. No, there was nothing moral about this show. Do are there videos of the women cooking the pies themselves? No, it's kind of just. I mean, the most popular. There's a lot of different ones. There's a lot of like you know women like outside on a tarp just having fun with pies and sometimes there's a little like scenario where they're a chef and then they get hit with a pie but also all, the, the pie hitting so some of them have a narrative some of them have a little story yeah but mostly it's just like a woman sitting in front of like a, a sears girl portrait video <laughs> yeah and <laughs> three hail marys and four banana creams says the <laughs> saucy nun um 
some of them are just, most of them are just in front of like a Sears portrait backdrop. Oh, cool. And it's just kind of like this With static. Sears customers walking by. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Buying washer dryers. Do they smile? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think. What's their general attitude in the videos? It, Pre it's, and post pie. It's fun to get hit with a pie. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they don't know the pie is coming. It's like this is fun. It seems to do be the general. Do you think they have to make food. an extra? Do you think they know between the different brands of store bought pie? You can't. They can't possibly be making pies for this. Yeah. Which have the best, the optimal viscosity? It seems like some of them were like you know pickups from Marie Callender's. Right. I bet. Uh, oh yeah, I, sure. I mean, I, I mean, if the if the sneezing people know when there's a legit allergy sneeze or not, I bet the pie people know. You know, when you're just spraying whipped cream onto a pre-made and crust. Is it, are, the, are they good-looking videos? Like, did, did the people go out and buy good equipment? Uh, ver- a variety. Some look like they were shot on Dad's VHS camera. Right. You can even see the little, like, date stamp on <laughs> sure. them. Tracking. Tracking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, some of them are, are uh, look like they were shot on James Cameron's submarine. <laughs> so these are underwater? Yeah, a lot of them are underwater. The Marianas Trench. 3D underwater yeah. ones, huh? I, um... I want to know. <laughs> Do you know what you want to know? These pies. I mean, I just am really interested in these pies. Could we, are we. At, do they go like, do mm. they take a finger and like draw it down their cheek and then go like that? Uh, no, no. That, I did not see that happen. So there's no part where they go like, oh, like. La, 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 la. Here's the thing. It's, it's And the women are usually in bikinis. <laughs> Implying that later they're going to have sex with the pie? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, just that it's put them in a sexy type of mood. No, it's just kind of like it's fun. Like you and me, big guy. Mm-hmm. It's like what if you were having a fun pie fight? Do you think it's possible that the point of these videos is not sexual? After all, it's actually just for pie, pie fighting enthusiasts who love fun. Yeah, it could be. I mean, and then, then the women in bikinis are just kind of a, you know... It's like a a nod to showmanship. It's like, hey, we're not just hitting any old Diablo with these. Yeah, it's like when we, got we went this... to the L.A. Kiss game. Sure, exactly. Is there a second hand that comes in with the pie, or the, are they pieing themselves? And before they pie themselves, they say, I'm so lonely. <laughs> Smash. <laughs> uh, it's usually a hand from off camera. Okay. so they, they. But I have seen them pie themselves. They brought a guy. There's, I mean, it runs the runs the gamut, but I think typically... Sure. Nice hand, manicured? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This guy's This yeah. guy's been soaking in it. <laughs> Dishwashing Olive? liquid, yeah, palm olive, uh, yeah, oh, so banana cream. Anyway, <laughs> there's a the typical pie video. Are they mostly fruit pies, cream pies, cream pies? All, I have, all cream pies. Uh, I've seen one cobbler. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, just a big casserole is dish. It, <laughs> is it a one? Debbie, get, a... <laughs> Debbie getting hit with real cobbler. <laughs> is it a? Is it a? Uh, well, I was imagining there might be some like cherry pie. I don't think I saw any cherry pies. It's mostly cream pies. And and the comments. Are the comments generally positive? Yeah. As, as all YouTube comments are. Well, yeah, I guess that's the thing. I think when you get into that, like... <laughs> Faggot. <laughs> fake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the pie was fake. Yeah. Pie fail. And I think that, yeah, when you get into that world of fetish, like, the people are just really appreciative that you've made it. Mm-hmm. So, uh-huh. I mean, I think that the, the weird part is, like, yeah, when you're looking at that stuff, it's it's a more fun place to be than your average YouTube video. Okay, what was And they your... just like suggest like pies. What was your oh, favorite yeah. type of pie to watch? What <laughs> would you like to watch most, Dave? And also what's your favorite pie to eat? <laughs> okay. Two part question. <laughs> pie to watch. Uh-huh. Right? Like a meringue. Right? What kind of meringue? 
Uh, it's like, like a, a lemon meringue yeah. sort of yellow. What other kind of meringues are there? Uh, I don't know. Google yeah. that, Jennifer. <laughs> How many lemon meringue pies appeared on Herman's head during its entire run? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, lemon meringue pie. Ronnie's, Ronnie's outside. He says coconut meringue. Coconut meringue. Oh, coconut yeah. meringue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was the best kind of pie to watch. Chocolate, chocolate meringue, meringue pie. That would be good. There's probably a video. If there's chocolate, there's got to be vanilla, right? Just, gotta so straight, just, gotta just straight meringue. Butterscotch? Yeah. What about, what about butterscotch 50-50 vanilla and chocolate? Oh, that would be good. Mm, a swirl? Half half? Mm, yeah. Is it a swirl or is it divided down the middle like I'm a pizza with two types of I'm thinking a swirl, like topic. a soft serve machine. And, oh. <laughs> but a soft serve so you just crank it right meringue there, pie okay, machine. Yeah, just, just crank, crank it around. Well, that's getting hit with ice cream. There's nothing sexy just about that. draw that down, crank it, and then swirl it in. Yeah, yeah. put some jimmies on there. Yeah, girl. Put a spoonful of jimmies. Jordan, uh, so so a meringue pie mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Dave, what are you what are you going with for uh, hit by? Oh, I'd like to see uh, someone. Well, I'd like it to be the Joker uh, from the. Oh band. yeah, that guy's got it coming. Yeah, and I'd like it from to be, which which Joker? Uh, are we talking about no from the play, cap, pack of playing cards. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a playing card get hit with a pie? Um, we talk, did, it, did, it, did you have to think a long time to eliminate tokers and smokers? Yeah, <laughs> sure, that's right. Let's not forget about what uh, uh, the <laughs> gangster of love. Yeah. Good Lord. Um, yeah. No, just like a fresh pie right out of the oven, piping hot. Oh, yeah. Right where it scalds face. someone. Yeah. Come on, Joker. And he's just going, ah! ah! His makeup is sort of coming? Is his makeup yeah. sort of coming Well, he's off? laughing because he's crazy. But he's right. also uh, he's recommending an enema for your whole city. Is he getting turned on? <laughs> yeah, of course. And this is a this is like the super evil, crazy, dark Joker yeah, from the, the more recent Batman. Well, film. I was thinking more the Jack Nicholson Joker, the oh, classic Joker from millennial. my millennial child. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say, I would most like to see a cherry pie. I know that I brought it up before, but yeah. I think that there's something about the combination of the semi-translucence of the filling with the actual cherries mm-hmm. and the fact that it has a uh, a sort of Blood-like. A viscous, jelly-ish sure. uh, consistency inside. Plus, it has a lattice work on the top in addition to in addition to the crust on the bottom. So you get double, double crust fragments. Double crust fragments. Yeah. And I say all those things, if I'm imagining all those things at once, diamond hard downtown. Yeah. Just absolutely everything I'm looking for. Is there a scoop ice cream on top of that? There's a scoop. What do you hit? With the pie, and then you scoop just right on top of the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what's your favorite pie to eat, Jordan? Uh, if, I mean, if I can use loose definition of pie, I might say a peach cobbler. I don't know how loose we're... <laughs> yeah. Well, how loose... Dave, how loose is your goose? My goose goes as loose <laughs> as a brown betty. Um, yeah, no, I'd... What, is a cobbler in a pie crust? Uh, it can be. Is it in a circle? Usually it's in like a little dish. I might as well start picking meat pies if you're going to pick brown Betty's. What are we going so with? Cobbler. Cobbler? Or a crumble. I think a cobbler and a crumble are both fine. Yeah. What's the difference? That just has uh, a top covered with uh, like something crunchy. Yeah. yeah. You didn't put in the effort to make the crust. Oh, that crust. You didn't put a top on it or a latticework top on it. It's just it's just sprinkled on it. Or top. lettuce. Sure. Ooh, I'd like oh, I'd like a lettuce pie. That sounds lettuce great. With lettuce. Like iceberg. Mm, Wait, just I have a, a question. Nice. Is a white iceberg? Is a cobbler yeah. the kind with no no base? What's the difference? Yeah, that's something else to look up. Difference between cobbler and crumble. And brown Betty. 
and brown Because one of them is the kind where you just fill a dish with it and put something crunchy on top, like granola. Yeah. Or you make a special kind of dough that you sprinkle on top um, or, you know, uh, graham crackers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the other – there's one that's like a pie with a pie sure. crust, but then there's some just something sprinkled on top. Have you seen that movie Waitress uh, with Carrie Russell? She makes a pie in it, like every day. She's it's my favorite movie. She's a waitress. It's pretty. It, is, that McG, is that a McG It's joint? a McG feature. Uh, if you're into pie porn, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I do like pie. Pie's good. Pie and burger. Mm-hmm. My favorite pie, I'm going to go apple pie. It's classic. Classic American. Classic. With ice cream. If it's not with ice cream, I am two-thirds. Yeah, there's basically no reason to eat it. Two-thirds less interested. Oh, boy. You make an apple pie, John Mellencamp gets a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what's the what if apple pie is the American pie? What's the Canadian pie? Oh, just apple pie three days earlier. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Canadian pie? I don't know. There's there we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there might be like a beaver tail or something. <laughs> there might, there's probably a maple pie. I bet there's a that's probably pretty good. That yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm on a maple meringue. It's like a pecan pie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Rustic, woodsy. I do not like a pecan pie. I've I've grown to like pecan pie. It was always something my mom made, and I was always I never went near it. But uh, recently, I've started to uh, have a little bit. It's pretty good. Also, go suck a lemon uh, meringue. Fucking uh, <laughs> what's that called? Pumpkin pie. What? You're crazy. God, why would you make any food out of a pumpkin? Oh boy, because of the pie. <laughs> All gourd. Get out of my pie, gourd. You know, like a squash pie. You know, no. I, give me. God, make it out of a fruit, something that tastes mm-hmm. good to begin with. Oh, man. you Don't start by hobbling yourself. A pumpkin pie, you don't even need to put a lid on it. Uh, or a lid crust. <laughs> I, call, I call crusts lid. <laughs> a uh, food lid. And then you can use the extra dough to make a, a second base for your second pumpkin pie. Jennifer, Ooh. what's the goddamn difference between a pie and a crumble and a cobbler? Okay, a pie has a crust. Okay, oh. a crumble has mm-hmm. oats or a streusel on top, which makes, I mean, that makes a pile of Yeah, sense. yeah. That's what I was talking about. Sprinkle some mueslix on top there. Aren't you the teenage streusel king? <laughs> I am the teen streusel king. <laughs> Is that it? This. Holy shit. Cobblers are supposed to have biscuits puffed on top of them. <laughs> How do you puff something? Oh, my God. And a brown yeah. Betty is like a streusel, but without oats. This is great, guys. We've this learned a lot. my mm-hmm. fucking mind. Well, yeah. look, this has been the longest introductory segment in the history of Jordan <laughs> and Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second with more. Happy summer, everybody. Griffin McElroy here, the youngest of the McElroy brothers. I'm Travis McElroy, the middleest brother. And I'm beloved performer, Jimmy Buffett. He is not. But we do do a podcast together called My Brother, My Brother. I mean, it's a comedy advice show. You can find it at nbnbam.com, maximumfun.org, or just search for it on iTunes. I love you, Sacramento! You're not, you're not even on a stage. Griffin, are you watching the shrimp? They're beginning to boil. So join us this summer as we waste an hour of your life that you'll never get back ever again. You know, I know something about wasting away <laughs> a can in Margaritaville. Uh, I'm beloved. I know you are. Love, 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 love
It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Shumka. Oh, my word. Hello. Nice to see you. <laughs> it's great to have you on the show, Dave. Thanks. I, I've, I don't think I've ever not you... listened to an episode of this show, and yet completely unprepared when it nickname time came. You've, you've never not listened to an episode of this no, show? No. I've never listened to an episode of this show. Right. So, I mean, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> no, I think I'm, I think I'm a completist. Even I, even live episodes, even donor episodes. Well, let's not go crazy. The annuals that are standalone. <laughs> he thought about the, listening to the donor episodes, but he decided he wanted to keep two kidneys just in case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like fun. Cool. So you didn't you didn't, uh, uh, despite it, having listened to the show, you didn't like think of a nickname before I'm you came sure, in here. I'm sure it's occurred to me at certain points, mm-hmm. like, oh, if I'm ever on the show, I will have. Oh boy, it's gonna be uh, uh, old butternuts. Yeah, but uh, nope, not today. I like old butternuts. <laughs> old butternuts Wait. is pretty solid. <laughs> I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're getting better than that. Yeah, you should have just used that. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Dave Shumka. Butternuts. Old. Comma. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm butternuts. Not give you a third. Old. Comma. <laughs> <laughs> so third shot at this. Butternuts. I oh, like man. Butternut's old comma. <laughs> I, I was happy, uh, I was happy today to get the chance to, uh, bring Dave a famous, one of our famous pastrami sandwiches mm-hmm. from Langer's Delicatessen, which sure. is right nearby here. Brought one to Ronnie. Uh, Ronnie, a longtime Max Fun supporter, has been helping us with the fan situation so we don't end up sweating buckets while we're in here recording. And, um, to get to the Langer's Delicatessen, I have to walk across the park. And the park here, MacArthur Park, it's all, you know, you get, a, you're going to get a variety of experiences every time you cross the park. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get young young lovers mm-hmm. going to be there. Duck boats, people in duck boats. You're going to get, uh, you're going to get guys gambling on various games of chance. You're going to get <laughs> sure. a few gun, gun transactions. Three card Monty. You're going to get some vagrants. Probably. Yeah, find a blanket where you could buy a nice VCR. Um, I literally had to dodge uh, an insane woman mm-hmm. who was screaming and uh, like three quarters, three quarters, half speed running in a zigzag pattern, like a evasive maneuvers type pattern mm-hmm. down the narrow sidewalk next to the lake. Had to sort of dodge her to keep from being pushed into the lake. Mm-hmm. Was she coming at you, or were you just in her zigzag? Yeah, I was just up. In, I was in her. She was doing her own thing. Yeah, you know. I think, in fact, in fact, if I was going to project, I'd say that she probably does her own thing most of the time. <laughs> I would say they're probably connecting with others and understanding their needs, sure, um, and where they're walking. Doesn't do a lot of volunteer work. No, I don't think she does a lot of volunteer work. Think and, she just runs around in a zigzag. Yeah, I'd say probably her primary hobby was, if I was going to guess, resisting arrest. <laughs> um, but it's hard to say for sure. Anyway, so I had to do that, like literally to keep from going into the lake, which I have been in that lake. I've heard. Um, but I did, don't care to repeat that. Right. No, sir. Um, but more than that, there was two drunk guys circling each other with bottles. <laughs> Like, oh, as weapons? Hey. <laughs> yeah, like uh, like 40-ounce bottles. I just... Just like at the uh, at the beginning of the bad video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was They were like six or eight feet behind me, 
And they had been picnicking together. <laughs> I saw them picnicking together when I was walking towards them. So you say these guys also fall into the category of young lovers? Yeah, they may have been. Mm-hmm. There was a group of four of them, but you got to figure that they were all living together <laughs> Roger Sterling style. Sure. <laughs> and uh, they were definitely silver foxes. Right. Um, they so so it's a group of four guys like picnicking together. They all they have forties. I mean they're they they haven't got their lives together mm-hmm. these guys, but they're not vagrants mm-hmm. necessarily. They're somewhere in the gray area between those two poles. Lives. I mean, together it, it and, could it be just that. You know, I mean, I'm I'm just kind of trying to like understand these guys. I mean, I'm I'm not going anywhere this week, but I'm just a television writer on hiatus. Are these guys? Do you yeah. think they're also they're on hiatus? You know what? These guys probably write for Chelsea lately. Okay, and they're just upset that she's decided to end the show. Oh, sure. So I sort of taking that. a lax attitude toward work. Yeah, exactly. They may not even be on hiatus. They might just be taking a two sure. martini lunch. Yeah, or in two, this case, two, a two forty lunch. lunch. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I use the metric system, so I'm so lost. <laughs> you don't know how much these guys are drinking. <laughs> yeah. Was it a little? Was it a lot? I saw them all. I what's saw the, them what's all the, sitting together. What do you together. call like a big beer in Canada? Oh, uh, like a forty. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> oh, like uh, no, I don't know what we would call it. Just uh, tall boy. Well, a tall boy is like tall the boy? tall That's can. That's a big tall can, right? But I don't know what the uh, yeah, what the big um, uh, malt liquor beverages would be. You got those in Canada? Yeah, we got those. What's your favorite? Oh boy. Well, <laughs> just because we got them, don't mean I use them. <laughs> I use them. Um, you use them for we, drinking. <laughs> yes, I use them as you a... Got, you got heroin in Canada? Yeah, well, we got some... How do you like heroin? Oh, I like... Uh, well, I like... My favorite brand is Horse. Yeah. <laughs> horse brand. It, look for the one with the horse on the cover. <laughs> uh, the cover. <laughs> okay, so let's get serious about these guys. So they're all sitting... <laughs> they're sitting on a picnic. How big were these horses? <laughs> <laughs> they're sitting on a picnic... You know, like they've got like a blanket out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the four dudes are all sitting together, but they're all visibly drunk. And then none of them looks, as I said, none of them looks at noon the way that someone should look at noon. And like too good. I was like, they looked like they were ready for a black tie. Exactly. They were Gala. all wearing evening clothes. That's what I objected to. Yeah. I was like, evening clothes. Guys, Americans these are... think evening clothes are just for any formal occasion, but no, it's for nighttime occasions. Yeah. They were doing. It's some... like, guys, these are amazing tuxedos you're wearing, but yeah. but you should be Wait wearing till... day formal. Sure, it's striped trousers. Sure, yes. They were so... taking videos of each other, uh, size eleven and a half opera pumps, <laughs> heel slipping, <laughs> heel slipping, heel slipping. So I hear this as I walk past them. I'm thinking, huh. Two of those guys were yelling at each other. And I get like six or eight feet away. I hear this crash. And I look behind me, and there's just the, a 40 bottle just spl- crashing everywhere. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I see one dude. The dude, I don't know if it's the first. I don't know which dude threw the first one. But the other dude has one, and he's chasing the other guy around a tree. <laughs> And the zigzag woman is not involved in any of this. <laughs> she's a third party. She's gone. There's a whole other fucking thing that happened in the same five minutes in the park. So literally around a tree like a cartoon. At one point, the guy had his hands on the tree trunk and like looked around it with his head. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So this is some sort of like drunk Looney Tunes that you're describing. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yes. It was absolutely like that. And... 
The guy's wearing a shirt and no pants like Porky Pig. (laughs) I realize that He ran into a painted-on tunnel. (laughs) Depending on when they throw this 40-ounce bottle, I see that my wife's car is parked right there. So then I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to fuck up my wife's car. And then I'm like, maybe I should be worried about actual physical injury to a human being. (laughs) And I was like, well, I could be worried about both. Yeah. And so, yeah, but what was great was, so the guy who seemed like he was the aggressor, the guy who had the bottle Mm -hmm. in his hand and was chasing the other guy around the tree, he threw, but he threw so badly. He threw like a 50 cents first pitch (laughs) level of bad throw. And it just sort of landed on the ground. Didn't even make it all the way to the guy who was maybe 10 feet away. Did the bottle not even shatter? It did not shatter. Hmm. And that guy picked it up. Oh, no. Yeah, turnabout is fair play. <laughs> That's very Canadian. Good work. <laughs> Hoisted by his own petard. And so the guy who had been the aggressor just did a full-on, speaking of Looney Tunes, a full-on, like, <laughs> you know, He did like, a feats don't fail me now. Yeah. <laughs> Turned around and just busted fucking loose down the street. I know it's a little hack at this point, but... I really genuinely think that this is a situation that could have used Benny Hill music. <laughs> as tired as that is, yeah. I, think, I think the park should just have a playing 24 hours a day. No, yeah. So people just realize, pipe it in. You know what? We're being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. So I narrowly... And some sexy ladies are chased by a gorilla. <laughs> I narrowly averted disaster. But what was what I was impressed by was mm-hmm. as drunk as this guy was, mm-hmm. he really did a good job running away. That's great. Good so, for you. in the end, I think there's a positive message for kids. <laughs> yeah. <that laughs> Learn to flee. Your instincts will kick in, mm-hmm. yep. and you, your adrenaline will pump, and you will be out of there. Anyway, I wanted to. can we talk about crazy situations for a second? Because we have been invited to a crazy situation. Sure. Jordan, this, this, came, this came down through you. Mm-hmm. Typically something, you know, I'm the one that gets the candy in the mail, because I work here sure. in the office, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but, I don't give out my address. Yeah. Can you tell me what happened? Uh, are you, are you, this yeah. is, okay. Uh, I got an, a nice listener. Can you tell me more about my story? <laughs> yeah, well, I think, you know, you were a little scared, but also thought it was funny. And, yeah. you know, so you wanted to hang around and, and let's see not it. forget Lucy Lou. Sure. Yeah, Lucy, she's great. Um, a, uh, a nice listener sent me a Facebook message. She had heard we had been talking about Burning Man, uh, on the show. Uh-oh. And, you Did know. Did someone tell her that we had been talking about Burning I think Man? she's a, she's a listener. Okay. And I think that, uh, you know, I think maybe her feeling was that, you know, we were either, you know, we were kind of ping-ponging between joking about it and shitting on it. Right. And I think this listener feels very strongly about it. So she said she... Very strongly in a... Positive sense. Mm-hmm. So this nice listener, uh, I think, through various channels, uh, she's like, Jordan, if you show up to Burning Man this year... <laughs> And go to Will Call? <laughs> She's like, you've got a ticket. You can go to Burning Man. What is, like, what is the ticketing situation? Is I don't know. That's, that's, yeah, something I'm going to have to get in on. You go to information. Yeah. And guys, I am so excited. You're I'm going? totally going to do it. Yeah. Why wouldn't I do it? Right? What? I feel like it's something like, I Burning Man to me, I think, is I, it falls into the same category as the McRib. Mm-hmm. It's something I have joked about but have never experienced. Oh, I experience it once a year. You do? You go get, get the McRib? In Burning Man. <laughs> At Burning Man, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to get those Burning Man um, McRib. I felt like that was, so, I don't know, Some sometimes when people say that's a sellout move, mm-hmm. 
I'm disagree, but when Burning Man put in the Mickey D's, yeah, yeah, and they had that Justin Timberlake concert, uh, oh, ba, ba, ba. it I'm seemed like it. he was great, so funny, so fun, yeah. and you know, you might you need a nice big orange drink. Yeah, you don't notice that there are very few laughs just because there's so many screams. Yeah, um, you what, know what? Justin Timberlake really is. I feel like he's as funny as he is great at being <laughs> a shitty Michael Jackson as he is handsome. <laughs> So he's not good at any of it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. He's, he's yeah. When is handsome. when is Burning Man? Burning Man is in August. Oh, so hot. Late August. It's over a long weekend. Good. Uh, so these I people think can go back to of, their jobs. <laughs> I think because of uh, because of work, I cannot be there for all of Burning Man. But I think I can be at Burning Man for a long weekend. And does I think I, it's something where maybe I could leave on like Thursday night and stay through Monday. Is Do you it, want to borrow my goggles? Yeah, yeah. I mean, any stink punk shit you have, just give it to me. I is need your there... your duster. I need your brass boots. <laughs> sure, my giant mechanical uh, spider. Yeah, I do need your spider. Um, is it? Are there events, that, or is it just like, hey, we're we're gonna burn a man later? Yeah, I guess here's the thing: is I don't. I'm realizing now that I have this opportunity, how little I know about the actual thing. I guess I know it as the stereotype, as the you know, it's the place where. Uh, 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 yuppies go to relive college, and it's you know it's, it's druggy. And yeah, it's, it's druggy it's and there's dirty. Camps, camps. So I know a few things about. I'm from San Francisco. I know a few sure, things sure. about Burning Man because I've built up some knowledge uh, over years of resentment. Mm-hmm. Sure, of I always got Burning it confused Man. with Bernie Mac, right? <laughs> who was, so who it's was a in stand-up full comic. Throttle. It's yeah. a stand-up comic from Chicago uh, <laughs> who honed his arts uh, telling jokes on the L train. <laughs> um, do you, uh, I have a friend who went to Burning Man one year and he said he couldn't, there was a huge traffic jam getting out. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, uh, the road, there's just one road in and yeah, one road yeah, out, yeah. and it was blocked by uh, some people who had moved a couch into the middle of the road and were having sex on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope that happens. <laughs> I, there, there are camps. Mm-hmm. They're like little towns. Sure. And they each have their own identity yeah. and their own specific kind of art installation oh, God. that they do and their own, like, sort of uh, world yeah. of rules and or not rules mm. and or expectations and or whether or not there's a generator. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to, a, uh, I was talking to uh, a friend in Seattle when we did our shows there who goes to Burning Man. And she was saying that this year she is doing uh, historical pre-makes. It's like a – or sorry, historical pre-enactions. It's a reenaction of a historical event that has not happened yet. <laughs> so like a future war. Yeah, OK. A war in the future. So yeah, I think there are like and different it, places you can go for different themes. And you like – I feel like it's too chaotic. Like I don't know – like if I brought my uh, one-man show there, yeah. uh, would I have a space to do it or would I, would I be assigned a time – and yeah, that's a great question. I don't know how organized it all is. Or, I, like, I don't want people walking by. I want s- people seated. Sure. You want there to you want them to like get a drink at the bar first. Yeah. Sit down. Like I yeah I I I'm very focused on the one man show experience in the middle of a desert. Right. Well, are there? Um, Do you have a place to stay? I don't. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna wing this. Hopefully, I'm You're gonna get a hundred emails. Yeah. Right now, JJ go at maximum. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I am definitely gonna like rely on uh, podcast fans to help Ronnie, me out a little bit. Ronnie, right now is outside, like pointing at himself. <laughs> Stay is with it, me. It, I have to, I do have a couple me. of like buddy. And now that I've been that I've got this, I do know. I am okay. finding out who I know in LA goes. Uh, and yeah, I think I know a fair amount of people. Is it who in are California? There. It is in Nevada, Black Nevada. Rock, Nevada. Are there? Is it? It's not on. So this, gambling the, is the salt little. flats. 
I don't know. There won't be any land speed records taking place? <laughs> I hope someone's in a rocket car. <laughs> oh, man. Blue so I'm gonna, flame. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to try a drug I've never tried before. Oh, do you know which one yet? Mm, ayahuasca. No. Yeah, ayahuasca. Yeah, just be fucking destroyed. I can't do anything that destroys me too much because I have to go back to work the next right. at oh, some point. Oh, boy. That's what everyone days at Burning Man says. Uh, I think I can be there for like four days. That's pretty good. Which I know is, you know. But yeah, I don't that really seems like, solid. I don't really like long vacations anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even if I am shrooming the whole time, <laughs> the shrooming human. You're I created running a, from something. I created yeah. this character called the shrooming human. Oh, what's his catchphrase? Um, I'm the shrooming human. Oh, that's a funny. I, I mostly did funny. it to annoy my uh, my wife's aunt uh, because I'm sure she knows people like that. But uh, it was we talking about Aunt Sheila. Yeah, we're talking about Aunt Sheila. Hey, what's going on, Aunt <laughs> Sheila? She didn't answer. Um, I uh, yeah, she did, but she just did it when she was listening. The, the shrooming human is most. It's mostly a posture. Oh, oh, yeah, that's look a fun at that. Posture. That's fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> easy limbo's really well. I'd like for you to go in some kind of camper van. Yeah. If I, if given, given... Well, I mean, I'd have, have to drive up there in a Scion. I'm not going to buy any kind of new recreational vehicle. <laughs> you can rent it or borrow it. Yeah. Do you I need a new license? from the guy who lives in his van on my street. Yeah, right? Can I drive this you shit should, to Burning Man? You, you can live in my Scion. A, you should do a house swap with him. Oh, yeah. He could live in my apartment and you and can feed live the cat. in his weird van that he lives in on my street. That's um, not a bad idea. And uh, he'll just be, you know, he's a nice guy. He waves when you drive by. Sure. And sometimes when you drive by, he's yelling different stuff at himself. <laughs> I was watching uh, Last Comic Standing, and there's a uh, they do backstories on some of the comedians, and one of them is a guy who lives in a van. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, joined a gym just to use the shower. Keenan <laughs> Ivory Wayne. It was Keenan Ivory Wayne's. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'll probably have to drive my scion up. What drug are you? What drugs? What drugs haven't you done that you'd be willing to do? I don't. That's a good have question. Have you ever used mushrooms? I've not used mushrooms. Well, Maybe that that's seems it. Like Maybe that's it. Obvious yeah. One. I guess I'm. A, I'm afraid to hallucinate. Use amphetamines then. <laughs> Use an amphetamine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd say go with amph. I say if you're afraid to hallucinate, Maybe like ecstasy. What about celebrex? Have you never, you've never used ecstasy. I've used Molly before, but I've not used it. But it's like the same thing, right? Yeah, I think it's roughly the same thing. Yeah, I'll just do that again. Ask That's your doctor about drug. the purple pill. True. I mean, obviously you're going to do that. Yeah. What about Viagra? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just walk around with a boner. Yeah, totally. Yeah. If anybody's got some Cialis, <laughs> blast a few of those. Wash it down with some ayahuasca. <laughs> what is? And I'll ayahuasca? find my spirit boner. <laughs> my boner is a snake. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Keep it away from any mongooses. <laughs> um, ayahuasca is like it's like a um, it's like a tea that uh, oh, okay. causes a you know blackout, euphoric, pre-death state. Okay, yeah. so like hallucinating. I think yeah, it's yeah. basically that one Simpsons episode with the... right the the yeah the uh, the hallucinating chili powder. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be exciting. Me too. I'm, I'm. If you have, if you have Burning Man advice for Jordan, call us. Yeah. Two zero six nine eight four four fun. Leave it on the voicemail because uh, we. I wanted. I want to get into yeah, this. I'm, yeah, I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking uh, offers on which camp to stay at. Okay. Yeah. So you're a free agent. I mean, it's going to be tough to top historical premakes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But if you got something better, I'll hear it. Yeah. Sure. I definitely want to. Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of being a participant in a future war. Are there any other historical events other than wars that that like? Oh, the discovery of uh, uh, time travel. Yeah, a new element. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's right. mostly going to be either wars or just open sexuality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no right. strings attached. 
Or Sexual just like uh, future celebrity deaths. <gasps> Dakota Fanning's death. <laughs> Where were you? Just obituaries for celebrities that haven't died yet. Yeah. Oh, that's great. We'll the back. Oscar Immemorium reel from yeah. 2020. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Have you made vacation plans yet? The second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival is ready to set sail this summer, and we want to see you on board. Imagine amazing comedians, stellar music, and beautiful Caribbean views. It all takes place July 25th through 28th, en route to Nassau, the Bahamas. And frankly, we've impressed even ourselves with this lineup of bullseye favorites. You've got Moshe Kasher. I was in an airport recently. You ever you ever see somebody and you're just like, oh, so you're what's wrong with everything in the world. Kyle Kinane. Anybody else in here gets so drunk last month you had to call a cab just to take you to Wendy's? W. Kamau Bell. So complicated, my feelings. Morgan Murphy. I don't know if you guys know what a facelift is. It's when they take your face skin and they uh, peel it away from your face. And in that little space there, that's where they find your self-esteem. Uh, and besides them, Greg Barrett, Chris Fairbanks, Karen Kilgariff, Natasha Legero, Guy Branham, Tony Kameen, and Carol Kolb, plus an awesome music lineup hosted by John Roderick of The Long Winters and featuring our pal Gene Gray. Come on, what else are you going to be doing? Don't miss the funniest weekend of your life. Get your tickets right now. Go to BoatParty.biz. Yeah, that's right, BoatParty.biz. The Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. Comedy, music, shuffleboard. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Shumka. Uh, butters nut. What, comma? Old butternuts. <laughs> old butternuts. Old butternuts. I think we name. settled on butternuts, old, old comma. comma. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a guest in the studio. Uh, he is, you know, once in a while we have somebody observing the show. We like to invite them into the program. A proctor. When we, t- yes. <laughs> when we're taking calls, uh, his name is Ronnie DeVries. He is a longtime Max Funster, an OG Max Funster. Sure. I would call, I would describe him. He's ocean him, grown. I'd describe him of, of, as Just being. like the most delicious of weeds. <laughs> of, of the Cracksworth era. Ah, sure. A Cracksworth era Max Funster. Yes, I, I wrote a blog post on MySpace and Jesse responded to it in 06, I think. See, there you sure. go. Yeah, back in the day. That's what the fuck we're talking about. Ronnie and about. I played Gears of War 2 together. Two? Three? Three. Anyway. Eh, no, that's not that old. <laughs> Ronnie's here, and uh, he he was kind enough to come come a day early to Max FunCon mm-hmm. uh, in order to work on the ventilation in our awfully ventilated studio. And it's doing great. It's, it's already significantly it's cold improved. in here. Yeah, it's it's nice and fresh. There uh, must be some clovers in the atmosphere. Ronnie, thank you very much for that, and and welcome to the program. It's a joy to have you here. I figured if I just kept gesticulating wildly out the window, eventually you would. Invite me into the booth. <laughs> and you are you're headed to you're headed to uh, based on your gesticulations you're headed to uh, <laughs> a chicken dance marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you're headed to Burning Man this year. Yeah, yeah. What, but it's your first year. Yes. Yeah. Are you bringing bringing a camper van? Um, I'm going to be staying with some people, but I'm bringing this, like I said, this art car I'm building. So going to build it. Are you going to build an art car? I 
you know, I might glue a bunch of Happy Meal toys onto my Scion. <laughs> Does that count? Yeah, that's a pretty much the definition of an art car. Yeah. I think you just look up art car in the fucking in the dipshit dictionary. I <laughs> did a bunch of Happy Meal toys glued to a Scion. Yeah, no offense, Ronnie. No, we we, we had a class at, at the hackerspace I work with a guy who built the um the something tabernacle choir. It's a bunch of Billy Basses. It's like a thousand <laughs> Billy Basses. <laughs> And, and they all and they all sing to the like he's programmed them to sing to the songs and dance to different songs. Sure. Wait, different songs, not just Di- the Billy no, Bass song. No, not just Com- take any me to song. the river. No, me he the has water. like fifty <laughs> different songs. Wait, any song? He, he has like fifty songs he's programmed. <gasps> like a holy shit. So, he's got some Teddy oh, it's Ruxpin the, tunes. It's the Sashimi Tabernacle Choir. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, what uh, a waste of a man's life. <laughs> but <yeah>. great. <laughs> I mean, for me, it pays off for me. I think for him... Because you don't have to go to Burning Man. He spent literally years of weekends doing this thing, and at the end of it, he gets... You know, that's fun to watch for about 45 seconds. <laughs> but for me, I enjoy it. It's 50 songs. It's like uh, uh, a Bruce Springsteen concert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the last three hours. But done by Fish. Yeah. Does uh, he drive rock it? rock fire explosion. Does he drive it on the street? Yeah, yeah. I had our, our car was in the, um, the Galveston Mardi Gras parade. I was in front of the Dancing Queen. It's a two-story tall uh, disco van. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a school bus, pulling a school bus. That's a giant nightclub. And uh, I've got a good video of them playing uh, your, your power jam. What is your power jam you come out to? Take me to the river, dunk me in the No, river. you're... <laughs> you get pumped up. Oh, uh, you, you dropped, dropped a bomb on me by yeah. the Gap Band. Yeah. Yeah. That is that's a great song to get pumped up. I... Um, Recently in San Francisco, uh, there was a – and in the San Francisco Bay Area, there was a mobile fuck unit. Oh, sure. The uh, – yeah, the, uh, the the makeout van, the fuck van, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we did something about it on that midnight. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> Get in there this? in that place where everyone else is fucked. It's just a, it's just like a moving van and people would – they would like park it outside of bars. Oh, okay. Mostly gay, but sometimes oh, – okay. uh, all. It was. It had a built-out interior. <laughs> you, you want to go to an all bar? Yeah, all. All could come. Uh, yeah, the dancing's then, not great. Yeah, surprise, surprise. It was run by steampunk circus weirdos. <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture of them. I was like, yeah, that's about the people that built that. But God bless them. I kind of miss, you know what? I kind of miss those people. <laughs> now that I haven't been living in San Francisco for a long time, there's a part of me that wishes there were more people going around in pink Doc Martens. <laughs> Oh, are you from San Francisco? <laughs> Shut up. They're like, you mentioned it. We almost made it an episode. We almost made it an episode. Um, when something momentous happens to you, the listener, like I give you some insight into what it's like to grow up in San Francisco. <laughs> tough. It's tough. Where are you from? Vancouver? Yeah. I couldn't tell because you just say the name of a street, but then don't say what city it's in. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Something that happens sometimes. Oh, okay. Show. Oh yeah. Oh well, it's tough uh, uh, listening to these LA podcasts and not knowing. Oh my God, what is the Grove like? <laughs> well, what are the movie theaters? How are the movie theaters there different? Um, when something momentous happens to you, like if you get some insights on San Francisco from me, we ask that you call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun for momentous occasions. Let's hear the first call. Hi, Jordan Jesse. This is Ivan calling from Vancouver, Washington, with a momentous occasion. So I'm driving into work this morning. It's early, and I pass a truck on the freeway that says on the side, S-U-C-H-S, Lou 
Lubricants. Now, I'm not sure how I pronounce it, but I'm going to say it's Fucks Lubricants. Thanks, guys. Cool. These are lubricants like for machine parts, yeah, probably. probably. Or uh, for fucking. Yeah, sure. The human machine. For, for fucking. <laughs> Fuch. Is that the Canadian Yeah, well, that's F-U-C-H. Yeah. Fuch. Fuch. Um, I, I hate to uh, be that guy, but technically that wasn't a momentous, momentous occasion. That was an overseen. Mm, oh, okay. Oh, wow. So you're saying he called into the wrong podcast. Yeah, yeah. So you think it wasn't momentous enough. It was it was a little bit too boring to go on our show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um I mm. We've had a lot of reports of pun of vulgar puns mm-hmm. in in small trade business names lately. Are we closing the door on that? I'm closing the door on it. Okay. I You're, so you know, if someone has a, um, you know, I don't know, just spitball it here. If someone passes by a pound cake business that's called Pound Town, yeah. you don't want them to call that in. I mean, if they took a trip to Pound Town, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if somebody takes a trip to Pound Town, if I, someone travels to say Butte, Montana, right, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a um, like a fuck bonanza, mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want someone to call in about Butte, Butte fuck fucking. That seems fair. If I'm going to Burning Man this year, I should probably go to Butte Fuck Bonanza too, right? <laughs> well, I mean, it's cheaper. That's true. Well, they don't. They never sell out. Less corporate. Sure, Ronnie. You you recently you've go, you've had an you've had a number of uh, building and repairing shit related careers, but most recently you mentioned that you were uh, that you were some sort of apprentice plumber, correct? Yeah, technically I'm an apprentice plumber, but yeah. But but well, what's the but? Well, really, all I do is just. Like I come into a house and I take a machine apart and I find a little thing that needs to be fixed and it takes about five minutes and I just charge them one hundred and forty dollars. It's not really. There's you very just little. fucking. You just blew the roof off of the plumbing industry, my friend. Right. We don't mess with anything that's like drain related. Only only the clean water side. It's okay. So yeah. on the clean water side, if you is your ultimately, do you think that you will go into business for yourself? And do you have any interest in uh, having a vulgar pun name? <laughs> I would just I would think I would pick an explicit name just right there. <laughs> just like Paul Steve. Plumbing. Just, yeah, huge dong plumbing or something. Huge just, dong. You know. <laughs> See, now that's smart. We don't yeah. beat around the bush at huge yeah. <laughs> Except for that yeah. except for that particular pun. Yeah. Usually we don't do that. There's the one. We're yeah. above that. Yeah. Um let's take our Yeah, I'm call. tired of innuendo too. I agree. Let's just just get it out front there. <laughs> Tits haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are there haircut places that are doing vulgar puns now? I thought they were all haircut. Puns. Oh yeah, I guess I was like thinking of a, biz, a, a business that was well, they have to frequently had cut puns. the hair on your tits. <laughs> yeah, You're also you required to put a K for the C, and it needs to be scissors. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, exactly. So, a cut above. Puns <laughs> <laughs> with the K that scissors. <laughs> the K that scissors. <laughs> okay, play the fucking next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. This is Rachel calling from Eugene with a bit of a momentous occasion. Um, recently bought a used car from a dealership, so I didn't know who the previous owners were. And then I just got a letter from the DMV that there had been an issue with title transfer, and so I was able to see on this letter the names of the previous owners of my car. And the first names of this couple 
are Fury and Knowledge. <laughs> Different last names. I couldn't tell you what genders they each are, but Fury and Knowledge used to be driving around Eugene in a 2000 Lincoln Continental <laughs> until they sold it and I bought it. Just thought you guys knew to know that. Keep it up. Bye. Oh, man. I want all of our listeners to drive 2000 Lincoln Continentals yeah, right. from here on out. I think we'll say Furies. So what are the, in Greek myth, what are the Furies? Those are some, like, women who control time. What do I look like, (laughs) Dallaire? I feel like Fury and Knowledge are are kind of above having a gender, right? They're probably probably pansexual. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, about to be a father, and we're talking about uh, a lot of baby names. Uh, and Fury's at the top of the list. Knowledge, we're not so hot on. Yeah. Right. Um, it creates an unreasonable expectation. Well, because knowledge is a little weird. Yeah. It's not it, like, there you was, want something down the middle like Fury. I mm-hmm. was beaten up in high school by a knowledge. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, knowledge is power. Yeah. It's full. At punches. Uh, that's the name of my pun business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee whiz. So, Jordan, you seem like you do have an idea of who the Furies are. Uh, I, I mean, I, the baseball Furies? The baseball Furies, yeah. there are. It's the baseball gang from the Warriors. Yep. Um, Nick Fury, of course, director <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. But yeah, I guess and I was thinking of Greek mythology. I'm imagining a bird woman that controls time by snipping a thread. Sure. I don't know if that's true. It drives a Lincoln. I think I'm, yeah, it drives a Lincoln. I think I'm combining lots of Greek myths here. And it's half horse? It's half horse, but it's definitely a woman. It has the head of a bull. It has the head of a bull. Mm-hmm. Also, some bird qualities. Lives and in it a box. controls time by snipping a thread. And it got pregnant by Zeus. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah, married her own when brother he, or something. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a pretty safe bet it got yeah. married. It at least got, at least got fucked by Zeus, probably got impregnated yeah. by Zeus. Stole a bunch of fire. Yeah, I think these are the Furies, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got it. Just We're lash smart. it to the mask and let lash it to the mast and let's do this thing. Oh, I do not want to be corrected on any of this, by the way. <laughs> and don't jokingly correct me because you heard Joking me say corrections are even worse than regular. No corrections. corrections. Just say you like the show, or don't, or just don't say nothing. Say nothing. <laughs> don't respond. This is our gift to you. <laughs> don't correct my gift. Can it's I a ask, beautiful gift can I of a Greek guys, mythology mashup. Can I ask you guys a serious question? Yeah, anytime someone tries to correct you, just say, oh, I was doing a mashup. <laughs> I, I'm the girl talk Do of you, knowing are, yeah, Would you correct girl talk? <laughs> I, I have a serious would question. Would you correct danger mouse? I have a serious question for you guys. Sure. Shoot. Number one. Neither Girl Talk nor Danger Mouse actually do mashups. Common misconception. Okay. Oh, I'm glad. I'm thanks for that correction. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Oh. You got the joke. You understood the joke we were telling. Thanks for the fucking correction, Twitter. Did I confuse a Marvel superhero that was active on Earth six one six instead of the Ultimates universe? Fucking great. I'm getting corrected on my own goddamn podcast. Jordan just. What's a tech? What's technically a mashup? Did it come about in San Francisco? <laughs> What's the clam chowder like? Oh, God. Sorry. And your second point, Jesse? (laughs) So my wife says that I shouldn't drive a car that doesn't have room for a car seat anymore. Mm -hmm. And I can't decide what kind of car I should drive. You're driving an Audi Touring Trophy right now, right? I am, exactly. Yeah. The TT, the Touring Trophy. Wait, so she doesn't, she thinks you should not have a car seat she car? She thinks I should have a car seat car. Okay. 
because we have two children now and while I sometimes what we'll do right now is take the car seat out of my wife's sure. car, put it into my car, and you can put the car seat in, but you can't have someone sit in the passenger seat. Just trunk those little nuggets. So Teresa just sits on the deck lid or something? Well, no, okay. if no. if we're all going we'll go in Teresa's car. Um anyway, it's got a big spoiler. It's a nice comfortable place for her to sit. <laughs> um but uh I realized like uh I uh I just want to drive a Jaguar. Yeah? Like, that's the only kind a of... Jag? You know you're going to get a correction on that pronunciation right, from someone. Jaguar. 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 Well, I'm going to get a correction on... That's like the worst idea of any idea you could possibly have. To own a Jaguar, I think, is like the worst decision anyone could make. Because they break down so much? Yeah, it's like the most horrible car you can buy, I okay. think. What's, I think. what's the appeal? Uh, what's the appeal of a Jaguar? Uh, it's there's It's got four doors. It's a big four-door car. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like a Mercedes, especially here in LA is like just a car for dickheads, you know, Hold on, which like one? For rich the Mercedes is or the Jaguar? <laughs> the Mercedes is. Oh. See the Jaguar. The bar is so high here <laughs> to, to be above it. The Jag. Yeah. But the, ja- just, the- listen, just get yourself a nice Ducati. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the kids on the back of that. Get the loudest motorcycle. And head on to the, hu- head off to the hookah bar. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. What do I get? I, I what are we going to get, a Subaru? Yeah. Man, a Subaru? That's what I got. What about a station wagon? Weren't you guys looking you for station in wagons? in Vancouver. You're just issued a Subaru. Oh, it's great. It's yeah. the best car ever. It's what kind of car my mom drives. Oh, your mom rules. <laughs> yeah, my mom does rule. That's true. Weren't you guys looking at station wagons for a while? Well, my wife got a station wagon. Okay. I feel a little ridiculous driving around a whole station wagon, but then what am I going to get, a Corolla? You're like an A4. But then I'm... Then I'm... The whole thing is... An Audi is another bad kind of car to drive. <laughs> the only reason I drive an Audi is because I like I like the touring trophy so can I, much. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, Ronnie, I'm going to open the floor to questions, <laughs> Jimmy Pardo style. Have you driven a Ford lately? <laughs> yeah. I have not driven a Ford lately, but maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I should get myself a nice Lincoln Continental. What was it? Town car. Town car, yeah. Get myself a 2000 town car. You know, our friend Tyler used to drive a town car, and he always, dro- he always wore a... Uh, uh, like a driver's cap. Okay. And then everyone fell in love with him. Yeah. Jonathan Tyler Thomas style. Mm-hmm. I think you, I think, yeah, just go for like a car. Oh, please correct me on Jonathan Tyler Thomas, though. Yeah. <laughs> we love him. Keep him coming. Keep him coming. What? No, but this is a sincere question because. Just like get a car that like a 16 year old gets when their grandpa dies. Oh, yeah. Like a Buick or something? Yeah, like a Buick. A like Skylark? A Link- like there are, like, there's like a big Lincoln. I could get like a big Lincoln. Those lose all their value right away. So I yeah. could buy a six-year-old Lincoln. I had an, an Infinity FX thirty-five. I got from like CarMax for like twenty-two thousand dollars, and yeah. I sold it back after a year and a half for twenty thousand dollars to CarMax. See, that's the thing. That's what that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a fifteen thousand dollars six-year-old car. That's my goal. Fifteen thousand dollars six years old. Reaching for the stars. Yeah. Subaru. Oh, Subaru! You could get less than less than fifteen thousand for a six-year-old. Not if it doesn't have a lot of, unless it has a lot of miles on it. Oh no, man! Subarus hold their value very well. That's the problem. The thing about uh, uh, like in the eighties, people would make fun of people driving Volvos for being like, "Uh, "You're a seller. (laughs) You're a yuppie. You had kids. You bought a Volvo." And then Volvo priced themselves out of that market. They tried to be become luxury cars, and they could never go back. And now Subaru has filled that. So if Hmm. you want to be a sellout like me. 
Yeah, yeah, but then I'm just a guy. Then I'm exactly like I host an NPR show. I can't also drive a Subaru, <laughs> right? I have to bring something to the table car wise. Yeah, so you want I mean, some panache, but you don't want to go yeah, douchey. What is yeah. panache for an NPR host? <laughs> a Jaguar, a fucking Jaguar. <laughs> I f- if it was up to me, I would be driving like an '80s Jaguar. <laughs> Get like an Alfa like Romeo, an enormous. Oh sure, uh, it's like it's super fast. It has a wood dashboard, and it breaks down every thirty fucking seconds. But I don't even have a garage. What am I? I shouldn't even have a car. Fuck it, I give up. Yeah, bus only. Bus only from here on mm-hmm. out. Problem solved. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Oh, Dave Shumka. Here we here we go. Uh, once again, time for my nickname: Old Butternuts. Uh, but, uh, Butternuts, old comma. And uh, I'm, I'm Ronnie. Um, easy money, Devries. Yeah, excellent. Nice. Sorry, I said Devries and not Devries. I'm gonna let it slide. I feel like a real. You know, Ronnie really does have to let it slide. Ronnie is significantly larger than I am. Ronnie could like. I feel like Ronnie could pick me up with one hand on uh, my be- head. Be you know, fun. Like, like a Hodor situation? Yeah, he's like a, he's a real Hodor. <laughs> Although he has said things other than his name, to be <laughs> That's fair. true. What if being a real Hodor meant that not only did could was Ronnie only capable of saying one word, but that word was Hodor? <laughs> and people would be confused. Are you Hodor from the show Game of Thrones? And he'd be like, Hodor. But when he said it, it would mean, no, my name is Ronnie. It's just a coincidence sure. that I can say only the same word. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's purely a coincidence. Are there any other people famous for just saying their name? It's Groot. Uh, it says, I am Groot. And what is Groot from? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And in the, the Marvel what's, Universe in general. What's Groot? It's a tree man. He's a tr- what is Guardians of the Galaxy? Groot here. It's this. Uh, it's going to be a movie a little later this year. Vin Diesel will do the voice of Groot. He's the one who will say, I am Groot. I bet Vin Diesel's into fucking Groot. Oh, yeah. Vinny's totally into Groot. That guy already had a Groot t-shirt. He wore it to the audition. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, wait. So, Groot is... Is Guardians of the Galaxy... Is that that thing that's like uh, that uh, Jack Kirby invented in the 70s? Oh, boy. I don't really know <laughs> when it was that's invented. That's everything, I think. Yeah, 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 sure. That's most things. Um, it's got the guy from Parks and Rec. That's What's the pet name? rock. Yeah, Chris uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Going to be the lead of that movie. Probably going to be pretty good. Chris Pratt's great. Mm-hmm. That's why he'll be good. Sure. Okay, let's get off the subject of Groot because right now people are sending us emails about Groot. To when Groot, Groot was Groot. when Groot was created, and by whom? Um, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun to have you on the show, Dave. It's been Groot. <laughs> Dave Shumka is the host of Stop Podcasting Yourself. It's just a delightful program. I I listen all the time. I enjoy it so much. I never don't listen. I I've never not listened to my own show. Really? You listen to every episode? Well, I edit every episode. Oh, okay. So. All right. And I'm there. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks so much for having me on the show. It's a real uh, a real uh, dream come true. DCT. Hmm? A real um, DC talk. <laughs> and Dave, do me Your a... dream previous was to attend a DC talk concert. Sure. Do me and a... to name one of their songs. <laughs> and that dream never came true. Yeah. Do me a favor, Dave, and grow back that sweet stash. I will take that under advisement. Okay. And Ronnie DeVries, thank you so much for bringing DeBreeze to 
our studio today. And thank you for this De Beers diamond that you gave me. <laughs> I'm talking about your farts. <laughs> and thanks for my uh, famous sandwich. Yeah, we got we got Ronnie a famous sandwich for lunch, so he's getting paid back for all his free work. Sure. <laughs> Whoa. Sandwiches are expensive. What are those nine bucks? Two oh six nine eight four eight bucks for fun, maybe even twelve bucks. I'm Ooh. not gonna lie to you. Worth it. Um, 206-984-4FUN is our phone number. JJGO at MaximumFun.org is our email address. Jennifer on the board today. Our producer is Sonny D out there in jolly old England, hanging out in London, making a television show for E. Um, I don't need to say that with a contemptuous voice. No, it's a fine thing to do. have another kind of voice? <laughs> That's a good point. Um, I, uh, I, I wish him the best. And... Um, our theme music is Love You by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can join us on the forum, forum.maximumfun.org. A nice pickup this week in uh, the JJ Go hashtag. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed reading some JJ Go tweets sure. on Twitter. We read those fuckers. Yeah. Let's talk amongst ourselves. I'll star those. What do you if think? It's not a, if it's not a correction or a weird slam about how a guest talked too much, I'll star it. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty good about starring. I like, yeah. I like to encourage people to, you know, get out there. Yeah. Join the conversation. Yeah. I like lo- lo- I do it with my stars. Yeah, do I probably up. won't retweet you. <laughs> I might retweet you. Yeah. You say something really good. Sure. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're fo- if you follow me, fuck it, you're getting a lot of bullshit. Jesse, you you retweeted a blog post of mine once and my traffic went from like 5 people a month to like 200 and then right back down to 5 where I like it. Yeah, yeah. cuz I'm a social media influencer. Sure. Social media influencer. It's your, you have a style. You have a you have a shotgun Twitter style. Yep. Boom 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 boom. It's timely. It's news centered. Kim Yay. Hashtag Kim Yay. Hashtag millennial. And follow and keep an eye on that millennial stuff because that's yeah. hot right now. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.